Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the TCM Folks. So sometimes when you get injured, right, you might have heard some of your friends tell you, hey, you, you fell down, uh, you got injured. Uh. You should ice the injury, you go put some ice on it. Then a few days later or you know, some other time you meet another person that tells you, hey, why are you going to ice? You shouldn't ice, you should put a heat pack or you should use heat therapy on the injury. And then you're like, them confused, like, what the hell? <laughs> should I ice it or should I use heat therapy on the injury? And I think a lot of people are still confused between these two concepts of hot and cold therapy. You know, they don't really know which to use, uh, when to use what. And sometimes if you use the wrong kind of therapy, it can actually make your problems worse, as I will elaborate later on below. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what each of the therapies do, right? What does heat therapy do? What does cold therapy do? When you should use them and how to use it correctly. So just a disclaimer before I begin, uh, this is not medical advice, just for educational and informational purposes. Obviously, if your injury is very jalat, very serious, please go and see a medical professional immediately. Okay, so let's first talk about cold therapy. How does cold therapy work? So cold causes constriction. Cold causes things to slow down. We learn in science, if we put water into a fridge or a freezer, the cold environment will basically cause the water molecules to slow down until it eventually you know, loses all its energy and then it fixes in a solid state called ice. So when you put cold therapy on an area of your body, on a particular joint or a particular you know, patch of muscle, what this cold does is to actually reduce blood flow to the particular area and by doing so, it can then help to reduce inflammation, help to reduce swelling, and help to numb some of the pain that's going on around that joint, around that muscle, or around that tendon. So when will you choose to use cold therapy? You will mainly use it in a few situations. Firstly, if you have any acute type injuries or pain. For example, you fell down or you had a sprain. Right? This is number one. Number two, if you have any inflammation or if you have any swelling, so for instance, if you have a very bad tendonitis or you have some arthritis that has a flare-up, you would use cold therapy. And some people also use cold therapy for post-exercise recovery. Right? You might have heard athletes doing ice baths after a very intense competition or intense workout. And the science behind the ice bath is to basically help to limit the body's inflammatory response which you know, normally occurs after this kind of physical activity, so that you can subsequently recover faster afterwards. Right? So essentially, in, in TCM, we have this saying called uh, If you have very significant uh, redness, swelling, very, very severe pain around the area, and the injury is more uh, acute, maybe it's an episodic flare-up of a particular old injury, in such a case, you would, most of the time choose cold therapy to temporarily reduce the blood flow to the area to limit the body's uh, inflammatory response, to limit the swelling so that the recovery afterwards can be a lot quicker. So now that we know when to use it, how do we actually use cold therapy properly? So I have a few points here. I'll put them in the description box as well, but you know, some of the points to take note when you're doing cold therapy is first to apply the cold therapy as soon as possible after an acute injury. So if you sprain your ankle, as soon as possible, try to put some ice on it. 
treatments should be about 10 to 15 minutes maximum each time. So don't ice the joint for like hours on a time, right? And you can repeat this several times throughout the day with breaks in between. Okay, next, uh, for sprains, you should just follow the standard rest, ice, compress, elevate formula. That is tried and tested, it works. Never place your ice packs directly onto your skin. Always wrap with a cloth, wrap with a towel first to prevent any skin damage. And generally speaking, 24 hours to 48 hours after the onset of an acute injury or a flare-up of a particular injury, generally not advisable to do cold therapy anymore. As I've said, it's more, most of the time it's for the initial onset of the injury where you want to limit the swelling, or limit the inflammation of the area. And lastly, avoid cold therapy if you have any sensory disorders that make you less sensitive to temperature. And the most common example of this is individuals with diabetes. Right? If you have diabetes, some patients they have decreased skin sensitivity, it can be very easy to damage the skin with these kind of hot or cold therapies. Right? Also, if you have poor circulation, if you have stiff muscle or joints, then cold therapy is not suitable for you. Right? Instead, you'll want to be using heat therapy as I will talk more about in the next part. Okay, so then now let's go into heat therapy. How does heat therapy work? So heat therapy works by improving circulation and blood flow to a particular area. Heat will basically speed up the flow of blood in the area of concern. And as a result of this increased blood flow, it can help to soothe discomfort, it helps to you know, increase muscle flexibility, help to relax the muscles, help to also promote tissue healing. And for heat therapy, we will most often use it for more chronic type injuries or pain. So for instance, you have some frozen shoulder, you have some joint stiffness, uh, joint pain that has been bothering you for a while now. It's not intense pain, maybe it's a sore, achy, nagging kind of pain. Uh, in these kind of cases, you want to use heat therapy. And also for a lot of muscle tightness, muscle stiffness, muscle soreness, muscle fatigue. Very commonly seen in uh, people who work in front of computers for long hours nowadays, right? Neck pain, shoulder pain, lower back pain, uh, all these type of you know, muscle aches, you want to be also using heat therapy to increase the blood circulation in the area to sort of relax the muscles and to increase the rate of recovery of the area as well. So how do you use a heat therapy properly? Some points to note. Number one, apply the heat source to the affected area for 15 to 20 minutes at a time. Number two, ensure that the heat source is warm and not like burning hot uh, to avoid obviously damaging your skin. So a good gauge to how hot your heat therapy should be is around 40 degrees Celsius, which is the temperature of a normal warm shower. So warm showers also work as well. And number three, you know, slight reddening of the skin is normal during heat therapy. But if there's any swelling, any pain, or if the heat becomes unbearable, remove the heat source immediately. Yeah, we don't want to be injuring ourselves any further. And number four, avoid it. If you have any sensory disorders, like uh, I said, diabetes, anything that makes you less sensitive to this kind of temperature changes. If you have open wounds, if you have certain skin conditions, if you have uh, deep vein thrombosis, or any cardiovascular disease, any bruising or swelling, also be very, very careful when you are doing this kind of heat therapies. Okay, so just to summarize, cold therapy is mainly used for acute type injuries where there is, in Chinese we say, hong zhong re tong, where there is significant swelling there is inflammation, there is very severe pain in the area. 
Well, heat therapy is more often used for more chronic type injuries where there is muscle stiffness, muscle soreness, muscle fatigue. The pain is not as intense. You know, you just feel that your muscles are very uncomfortable, very sore, very tired. Okay, and a point to note, right, is that these two treatments are not mutually exclusive. So for instance, going back to the example of the sprained ankle. So I mentioned that when you first sprain your ankle, the first 24 to 48 hours, ideally you want to be icing the ankle, right? The, the rationale behind this is you want to limit blood flow to the area because you want to reduce the inflammation, you want to reduce the swelling in the joint as much as possible, right? Because when we sprain the ankle, in the initial onset of it, sometimes we may you know, rupture certain bl tiny blood vessels in the ankle. And that is why sometimes after a sprained ankle, you realize that you actually have bruising underneath the skin. So by icing the joint at this point in time, you help to reduce this swelling. You help to reduce the pooling of blood in the ankle so that subsequently the recovery can be a lot faster. Right? If you were to use heat therapy uh, right on the onset of the injury, what will happen is you increase the blood flow, it's already bleeding, you're just going to make the situation worse. But after 24 to 48 hours, what happens is the bleeding has more or less stopped. In such a situation, you now want to increase the blood flow to sort of bring about the you know, recovery response, to you know, sort of repair the muscles, ligaments, tendons in the area as fast as possible. And this is where you want to increase the blood flow. And this is where like one to two days after the initial sprain, you then want to switch to using heat therapy instead. Okay, so these, these, these heat, hot and cold therapy, they are not uh, you know, mutually exclusive. Sometimes, depending on the stage of the problem, you also want to be using different types of therapies as well. And this applies to uh, several other conditions as well, like arthritis. Right? If you have a flare-up, you want to be using the cold therapy to reduce the inflammation, to reduce the pain. But after the flare-up for arthritis, uh, patients with arthritis, you might have some joint stiffness, discomfort. Uh, in such a case, then you want to be using heat therapy instead. Okay, so I hope this clarifies some of the confusion between you know when I should use cold, uh, when I should use heat. Obviously, as I've said just now, if your condition is very serious or if you think that you know it's a problem that you cannot resolve with just hot and cold alone, then please go and see a medical professional who will be better able to advise you. So I hope you have learned something today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys on the next episode.